Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Jenna. This is Charles. I'm John. And I'm Seth. And we're pretty freshly back from Planet Comic Con, where we engaged in all kinds of uh, shopping and... Uh, shenanigans. Shenanigans yeah, and was, panels and... I was going to say mostly commercialism, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see by the lightsaber array on our uh, desk here, these are just... This just represents the lightsabers that we got at Planet Comic Con. Yeah. This is not our pre-existing stash as well. <laughs> some, pe- some people couldn't help themselves. Yes. I why didn't, why didn't you overboard. get one, Jenna? I had other priorities. Oh, okay. More priorities than lightsabers? Yes. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Did, did Seth, you know I like shiny, sharp things that actually... Uh, Leave a lovely red stain on it afterwards. Yeah, you, but, you, but yet you, you didn't. like shiny things. Just like shiny's good enough for you. But yet she no, didn't buy any of the barbed wire laced baseball bats. Because it's not, it's not as elegant as a sword or a dagger. Uh, like yeah. Aaron's gonna have to find a place for me, like I used to have at my other place in the basement where I had the eight. murder shower. Yeah, the murder no. shower. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to give that whole context of that background and <laughs> we'll, stupid. Yeah, joke. we'll just gla- we'll Let's just gloss just say over that. In my basement, <laughs> I had eight rafters of blades. Oh my god! Like set up so yeah. uh, you could all of my swords and uh, weapons were arrayed. Yeah, and uh, nice. I can't do that in my apartment, so it'd be nice to be able to wring out all my blades again. You know, they do make ceiling hooks that go into drywall. I don't know. Aaron's gonna have a silver panel ceiling. That's a whole other thing. Uh, I would kind. Of, I would kind of love to be with, uh, like, whoever comes to check, like, <laughs> do some maintenance in your apartment. Walks in and then it's just like swords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we used to do a huge Halloween thing here every year, and I've got a contractor that we use for house stuff. He's the guy that finished the basement here and he's mm-hmm. put on our bay windows and all that. He did all the work at the office where I work. And so one year I went to him and I said, have you ever built any coffins? And he looks at me and he goes, what? I said, well, what I want is a couple of life-sized toe pincher coffins. And he said, he said, well, yeah, I can make those. He goes, do you have a design you want? And I said, I'll get it to you. So he built. Nice. And they were six-foot long actual coffins. You could have been buried in them. And so we used them. We put them out in the front yard for Halloween. But when we were done, we have a fourth bedroom upstairs. It's just like a <laughs> so there's toy room. <laughs> so we'd stick them. So we'd stick them in there, and then we'd use them to store our Halloween stuff. You know, I, I highly made recommend like a storage box. Looking in Bill's toy room, there's there's some yeah. neat stuff in there. And it's then like, yeah. I have so, an idea for the Halloween show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So one year we were refinancing the house, and they came by to do an inspection. <laughs> And somebody knocks at the door, and Linda opens it. Yeah, we're here to do the inspection for your refinancing. And Linda goes, oh, uh, 
yeah, okay. So she lets her in. She goes around, and then they needed to go upstairs. And Linda goes, now, before we go upstairs, we should probably explain something. <laughs> so the woman goes up, and she goes, you know, I've been doing this for 35 years, and this is the strangest thing I've ever seen in a house. <laughs> that says a lot. That does I'm say a lot. That, yeah. that says yeah. a lot. Yeah. So, but Thank we, you. But we did sell out of all of our Halloween stuff. Linda got tired of doing it, so Aww. she said... It's time to no, no more no more no more uh, coffins up no there. No coffins up there now. It's just <sighs> been turned into our storage for steampunk costumes and Star I'm Wars costumes. I no longer have an idea for the <laughs> yeah. episode. Who, I wish I still who had bought that. your coffins? Uh, neighbors, <laughs> <laughs> neighbors. We had like so, a we had like a Halloween garage sale. It was nice. like oh, okay. in the fall and just I would have. Totally hit that up. Well, a bunch of neighbors just pretty much bought out everything. One, so. one of the oh. neighbors buys the like his coffins, and then the next day there's just this suspiciously large overturned section of earth in their backyard. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Man, you got to watch for stuff like that. It's true. Yeah. It's true. So, uh, Planet Comic Con, what uh, was your favorite part? Let's start with Jenna. Well... I would say uh, definitely getting to bring friends that have never uh, either been to a big con or this was their first con. Uh, this was Aaron's first con, and it was a great experience. And I just I really enjoy the stories and talking to the artist um, and getting those random moments. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's my favorite, but it was a weird moment. Uh, the actor who plays Lex Luthor in Smallville. Wow was down in the basement of a speakeasy with uh, with a group of other people, like the guy who plays the voice of Vegeta and everything. We saw them at a table. And so me and my group and our table, it's like, should we push them? Nah, nah, nah. Let's, let's just be cool. It's cool that we were in the same place as them and then we're leaving. So as I'm going up the stairs of the speakeasy, I'm at the head of everyone I hear. Uh, you know, we're making a comment. It's like, oh, it's ironic. And out of nowhere, bellowing, is Alanis is more set, someone is singing the ironic song. And I assumed it's Aaron's friend. And I'm like, I wouldn't have guessed he had that set of pipes. And I look down to come out. It's that actor singing, <laughs> like sashaying up the stairs and around us. <laughs> and then like going out the revolving doors like this, looking at us. And I'm just like so that just happened. Yeah. And the girl was like having a moment because she watched the, the show. And I guess before he had started singing, he had put his hand on her shoulder and like, like uh, started singing that. Yeah. Yeah. It was. So it was just like, yeah, hmm. that's a thing that just happened. Very cool. <laughs> now, Charles didn't go. Did not. So Charles is going to play our every man in the audience who didn't make it. So as we're talking about things, Charles, if it's not clear what we're talking about or we leave something out, just jump oh. in and say, now, oh, wait a second. No, but, I, but I understood Lex Luthor yeah. was singing yeah. Alana Morissette. Yeah. Yeah. That would just, be different. Uh, I mean, just, you, may not, you may not have a great mental image to go along with it, but. He was wearing a trucker hat and a hoodie <laughs> with like a little, like definitely third day shadow. So <laughs> third day shadow is pretty co pretty common at cons. Yeah. And you still no hair? Was it the third uh, day? Uh, no, he grew out his hair at that point. No, you just come with a third day shadow. I'm and it goes to you, it goes to five day shadow towards the end. Ah. And you saw Shatner walking around? Uh yes. I also heard his panel and that was 
The new term was, sh uh, first it became shit-faced Shatner. <laughs> then it was just shat-faced? Shatner-faced. Ah. Shatner-faced. Ah. So he has a couple So before. he was drinking a little bit, was yeah. he? I, or I, I don't know. I he kind of seems like that anyway. It became no. It became clear that what you see on TV really is Shatner, and it, it was hilarious and the uh, a little everything fun. you would expect. And then uh, the more he went on, you're like, he's got to be a little bit tipsy. Mm -hmm. Maybe well. not though. Maybe that is just him. Huh. It was enjoyable either way. His you think our tangents are bad? The audience was asking him questions, and it was like three thirty thousand squirrels running, mm -hmm. like <laughs> trying to get him back to the question. <laughs> I've um, seen him talk before a couple of years ago at a uh, IT convention in uh, Las Vegas, and mm. he was kind of that way. He mm. had a really good show here about a year ago. Mm. Uh, I went to that, and it was really good. But I mean, really, I don't know if if he can drink. It's like. He's what, 85, 86? Yeah, I mean, at that point, well, he's got to be on just gonna medications. Say, F that, it, know. I'll do what I want. Well, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's reached that special age where you can wander in the store, pee on the produce, and people will just send you home. Right. You know, we're, we're not oh, saying that old. he actually does that, we're though. We're not saying Shatner don't, does that. Don't, don't tweet us, uh, William. <laughs> we're, we're, we're fans. However, <laughs> you have to be careful. You could be like our friend Glenn. He was, I was talking to him the other night, and he said he was just furious because every time he walks into the local elementary school they call the cops um <laughs> <laughs> a, a little backstory <laughs> well so he was going to a community meeting that was being held at the school uh -huh. and it was mostly parents and stuff that were there but it was a open community meeting and he wanted to go see what you know I engage in the discussion, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said he walked in and they called the cops and thought he was like a, you know, child molester or something. And and he said, so that's it. I'm not going back there again. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think they'll like that. I do. They might. But he said, yeah, that's, that's like ageism. Yeah. Just because you look like a pedophile doesn't mean you are one. Well, I, I think that's a standard oh. school policy everywhere. <laughs> this I, I, this went I, off I, on a weird direction that was, already. That was Glenn's point. I went to prep to get a copy of my diploma because I couldn't find it in, in a... And I did find it later, but I, I wanted it. And I had to go through a process to enter the school. And did you, like, go to, you went to Creighton Prep? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was, it was just as much fun as you might think. Well, I yeah. went there. Well, all right. Yeah. My experience was I would rather have gone anywhere else. Every morning I woke up and I would rather have every hair on my body pulled out at the same time rather than go to prep. That, right. that was just me. How I think you? there's a lot of people who have that high school experience no matter where they're at. I, right. guess. I guess. Life has been so good ever, ever since we got out of high school. Basically, no, it's yes. just the best. Now, John, what was your favorite part of the con? Um, well, I was impressed by the sheer volume of all the things that mm. there were. It was huge. And the number of attendees. Uh-huh. There were. There were it was it, I mean, we went to the the first is, is day there that a number did anyone get a number for the number I of didn't, attendees? But I know the first day we went to go up onto the vendor floor and there was a line and so we said, "All right, well, we'll just go to the end of the line." And we walked and we walked and we walked. And at that point, the line was already moving because they were letting people in and they had three sets of escalators taking people up to the con floor, mm -hmm. and we still, we walked, 
And we walked and we walked. And I finally told Linda, I said, this is stupid. Why don't we just wait here and let the end of the line catch up to us? Because we're just going to have to walk all the way back anyway. So we <laughs> did that. But yeah, there was a huge crowd of people there. And I was impressed by the number of people on the third day. Because yeah. all cons I went to, usually the third day is kind of like a complimentary day. It's like, you know, it's, you don't get anywhere near the number of people in that third day. But on the third day, there were a lot of people. The, a lot. The programming is still really good by the third day still. I mean, a lot of people, you know, save, you know, maybe what they think won't be as popular to the last day. Um, they're trying to get the big traffic Fridays and Saturdays. But they, they definitely make it a point to have just great programming all the way through yeah. but it is overwhelming when you first walk in like <laughs> i definitely was like ah, a little white eyed so many things so many people and aaron was like no this way watch your staff uh, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> right he's like i'm gonna have to put a leash on you damn it i need to <laughs> talk to Seth. is it gonna am i gonna be babysitting this whole time? He's like no i just need to get over the initial overwhelming stage mm -hmm. of so many things. A leash, a leash on Ray would change that cosplay substantially. Speaking of 30,000 squirrels, I imagine that's what Jenna's brain was walking into the show floor. Initially, yeah. yes. There's too many things to see and do. It's, uh, I definitely, maybe not the first stop, but the second stop was to Tiki Hut. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that I was a nice place. I actually didn't go there. Stop. We did, several times. <laughs> How was it? It was very good. Yeah, nice. I liked it. Yeah. Did you get the refillable mugs? We didn't. Ah. Uh, it's just one more thing to keep track of. That is true. Yeah. By the end of the first day, I had some full arms, so. Yeah. Well, Seth, what was your favorite part? Uh, well, my absolute favorite part was seeing Brandon Sanderson and getting to play Magic the Gathering with Brandon Sanderson. Now, for those that don't know him, tell he, us a little bit about him. He is an author who writes uh, epic fantasy and uh, genre fiction. Right now, he's probably best well-known for the Stormlight Archive, but his newest book, uh, Skyward, Which is you happen to have on the right table there. there. Yeah. And he had several signings but uh, and did a couple panels, which were great for a, a hopeful author such as myself. And uh, he had a deal where he just li they, like, uh, Wizards of the Coast knows that he likes to play magic. So they just give him boxes of magic cards to go and play magic with his friends at these conventions. So I got to sign up and do that, and it was a great time. Nice. And Brandon Sanderson... Thoroughly kicked my ass at <laughs> magic. Well, if you had to be kicked by somebody. Yeah, I also got to play a game with Dan Wells, who writes a, uh, a, ser a series uh, that starts with I. What 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 is the I don't I don't want to kill you I don't uh, Mister Monster uh, uh, I am not a serial killer that's what it is. So he he writes a series about a uh, teenage uh, kid who's trying not to become a serial killer who has oh. all the hallmarks and knows he's in danger of like if he ever like lets down his guard he'll like tip over the edge and become a serial killer huh. and there's some supernatural elements to it with a demon in town and he has who's killing people so he has to kill the demon before nice. it, it's a very interesting series what game did you play with him uh magic the gathering oh uh do you know about magic no no but it, it's a collectible card game that is no i, I that much oh. i know okay that much. yeah no i just 
It's the guy that wrote a book on serial becoming, not becoming a serial killer. I just. Yeah. Well, that oh, might be a uh, might be a way out. You could be yeah. write a book on serial killing, become a serial killer, and then say, "Really, would mm -hmm. I write well, a book if I was going to be a serial killer?" Well, well I mean, it's the best. Just, there were just certain questions that came. It was in an open room. Yeah, other people. Yeah, there were plenty of other. They didn't just invite <laughs> me alone. <laughs> Come play with us, little boy. Come play with us. There, there were witnesses around. <laughs> I'm pretty Seth, sure nobody. Seth always makes sure there were witnesses. No, no one was cut out of the herd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one was culled. Yeah. Well, but, all right. So, Jenna, what was your favorite panel? Um. You know, I would probably say uh, Trio Creations. They did a cosplay panel on Sunday. I mean, like seeing the artists and the celebrities are great, but. What they did for a cosplay panel, not only emphasizing uh, what you can make, but be careful. Don't do this in an enclosed space. Um, fumes. Don't do. I mean, like they they went into the health facts of using certain materials, mm -hmm. and and not and making good life choices so you don't get cancer. Mm -hmm. um, but it was like really interesting. Like they they really got into the do's and don'ts. Learn from our mistakes. You could do this. You could do that. They were. Very funny, because uh, it's sibling, three siblings. Ah. And they, uh, it was just, I would say it's probably the best panel on cosplay I've ever seen in terms of practicality and, and doing it smart. And uh, it, they were fun. Now, there was one panel that I wanted to go to that I didn't get to that was like um, um, using foam to make armor. Yeah, the Kamui Did you go cosplay. To that? Uh, she came after that. I didn't get see that, but I've uh, no, I've seen her uh, YouTube videos. Yeah, sorry, I missed that. But I heard it was very good, though. Yeah. Uh, she actually did a a, a post panel video specifically because of some of the questions that came up mm. on how to attach foam armor to uh, the like suits. Okay. So that you know, it get that nice cool effect. Huh. How about you, John? Any uh, panels you went to that you? Particularly memorable, or that you enjoyed? Uh, the the Rocky Horror event. Oh was, yeah, was, was, uh, yeah, was, was stands out in my mind. Tell us about that. I don't think I can. <laughs> I, 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 you I can, but like, but just like I mean, I think Seth might have to change our clear rating. I'm gonna have to change our clear rating. You might as well just say what you the word you were screaming for the entire movie. Well, there are two. Well, yes. Yeah. What were they, John? The well, I, I acquiring minds want to know. No, no, they're not. They really don't want. They don't. They, what you think well, they want to know is not what they want to know. We can. Uh, beep no it no out. one really. We can beep it. We can beep it. Well, I mean, do you have to understand the? Just premise have everybody of hold their horror. ears. Yeah, but it isn't just like yelling out the word you kept wanting to yell out all the time. Well, I, was, I, was, I, was, I had fans. Yes, you unfortunately <laughs> did. Who yeah, egged him on? I did, and they right. loved me. So, so wait, you went. Went to Kansas City, and you had fans at the. Well, not, well, not until I started. All right, talking, so okay. Then, then they fell in love with me. So, well, so for the I had two lesbians. Love, love is a strong that, word. Oh, uh, <laughs> they were they were hanging on my every word. Yeah, they, <laughs> every word. They were just having fun. Uh, so, for the uninitiated, uh, if you haven't ever been to a Rocky horror picture show showing with a shadow cast before. There's a lot of audience participation, and uh, it's and a good time. And it's also not a child-friendly time. No, and I was impressed by the number of children. I know. 
Oh my god! It's like one's running up the aisle with a toy. I'm like, we're People going to prison. <laughs> yes, we are going to prison. It's an Amber Alert right now. It's like they're coming to get us right now. And it's like, yeah, th- there was there was a couple eight year olds in the audience, and the subject matter that was being discussed amongst the audience and shouted out. Uh, was not child age appropriate yeah. at Mommy all. and daddy are going to so have a gi- lot of questions, I'm sure, or did have a lot of questions so giant, to answer later that yeah, night. What police? <laughs> it's gonna what be does this police. word mean? You didn't hold back knowing that there were small children in the We audience? didn't know there was we until didn't. one just like walked yeah, by us shortly, it's like, shortly after uh, like Captain Jack made Made it a uh, particularly uh, brown <laughs> reference. Oh. But, yeah, well, there's a drunk Captain Jack there who was just, uh, well, didn't it, it, it was, he kept saying things until he used the N-word, <laughs> and then the crowd turned on him. <laughs> that was pretty bad. But And then he disappeared. And that, which, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I would, too, if I was yeah. Captain Jack. But, I mean, um, I, I couldn't believe the kids were there. It's like, I don't know that the... The, the the participation. The, I'm sure the actors did the best they could, considering you know. Well, the, well they given that given that the show started off with a uh, with, with Sailor basically Moon, a Sailor, Sailor Moon, Moon strip show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am sad I missed that. But uh, it's not like once we learned that there were eight year olds in the audience, it's yeah. not like anyone really toned it down. No, they didn't. It's like <laughs> I, I kept phasing out the on stage performance, and at one point I looked up and. Uh, the guy who's the played the narrator had like an, a twelve inch pink dildo that he was slapping in his hand, and it's like I don't remember that from the movie. I don't remember that at all. You sure, it just wasn't a limp lightsaber. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. And it's like sometimes your Schwartz gets twisted. Yeah, that, <laughs> and, well, yeah, that, that Schwartz was awfully twisted up there. And it's like kids running around. You know, what am I supposed to do? You yelled out whatever two yes, words what were you were yelling out. Yelled out whatever kids? came to his mind. Well, I decided to reinvent myself and to reinvent the show. And I think to a degree <laughs> I did a fairly good job. I did. Hmm. He thinks. All right, well, so Seth. You loved it. You did. <laughs> you did. You you especially liked my servant's entrance in the rear comment. That, 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 that was very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which... Uh, it's totally out of context, and I love it that way. So let mm. the audience stew on that for a while. <laughs> Have fun with that. Uh, so obviously Brian Sanderson panels. Brandon were, Sanderson. Or Brandon, sorry. Yeah, his panels were uh, her real, were really good, and they're most of what I tried to attend. Because uh, most of the rest of the time I was just wandering the dealer's floor. Yeah. Looking at all, all the shinies. That's, that's why I ended up missing so many panels that I wanted to go to, because I'm on the vendor's floor and I'm just... Well, there's also the problem that if you want a seat in a panel, yeah. you have to be there half an hour early, and uh, <laughs> and it will be every person in every seat. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit crowded. That was actually... We didn't have many complaints, but... Having been to uh, Planet Comic Con in previous years, probably my my biggest disappointment in them is they did not manage the Fast Pass crowds. They didn't manage the Fast Pass to really, it seems like, any level outside of the autographs. Mm-hmm. Because in previous years, every panel had someone making sure there was a line between people with a Fast Pass and people who didn't. And uh, they weren't managing that in the Grand Hall for the audiences either. Like, yeah, at the end, or 
towards when they needed to fill the seats, they would let people down, but they weren't even watching that initially. They basically voided the value of going through the trouble of getting a fast pass. Hmm. Had they, had I known they weren't going to manage that, I wouldn't have gotten it. I wouldn't have spent the money on it. Well, Bill got a cool little thing that helped him out. Bill's not a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> Things that apply to humans don't apply to Bill. Bill's, Bill's a little damn... Li- lives a charmed life. Yes. yes. So, yes. well, Bam, when we... There he is, like this little <laughs> imp that just gets in place. We got That's there. jealousy right there, Bill. I guess. Well, we no, ch- sometimes we I get to follow, like we did at NEPCON. <laughs> yeah. Bill comes up with one of these things, and it's like, hey... Follow me, and we walk over all the smelly Nevcon kids right into the, the cosplay place. But it's like sometimes I don't, and I'm in the back uh, sniffing like, con funk. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just waiting. Yeah, yeah. Well, so Linda and I got there, we checked in at the con hotel, and then we went down. And because Jenna had mentioned that there was a subterranean passage. Mm-hmm. Um, to the con, and it was best ever since yeah. it snowed and rained. And yeah, it was raining cats and dogs at that particular moment. Screw that! And we're dressed in cosplay, and so I'm not, you know, I'm my Doctor Who outfit. I'm not going to walk in a torrential downpour. So I go up, ask someone where it's at, and that person didn't know. And she goes, "But there's the con desk over there where you can pick up your tickets and stuff. They may know." So I said, "Oh, well that." makes it easy so we went over to the con desk and and checked in over there and they they said oh and since you're staying at the con hotel you get these special magic coins Mm -hmm. and uh, it's uh, like a big silver coin it says planet comic-con 20th anniversary coin and then it's good for uh, well it says thank you for attending planet comic-con celebrating 20 years with us included in your package are two fast past coins. These coins are redeemable for early entrance into the convention or a fast pass lane at any panel or event. Coins must be redeemed at the time of the use. So we just hung on to them and we decided to use them for the costume contest because the line for that was as long as the entry line into the Mm -hmm. convention the first day. So I just took them with me, not sure that they'd even work for that. And I walked up and did you really have doubts? And that's the other (laughs) thing that was weird. We checked in early too to the primary hotel. Mm-hmm. Where was that? The booth. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, it was off to the no, side. No, it wasn't yeah. obvious. But, I mean, I think it was already. Message on that one. That would have been nice. I think I it might have been shut yeah. down yeah. by the time oh, you guys maybe. because well, they, be, yeah. they yep. didn't have enough, and no one at the front desk went. When did you get there, Bill? Yeah, uh, we were there probably about. One thirty, two o'clock. I got there around two. Yeah, we got there around four. No, it might have been earlier than that. Yeah. I can't remember because we left early. So whoever hit and run my car was I was at uh, 145. So oh, yeah. oh, I yeah, thought we I were thought already there when that happened. It that way. I was wondering. No, he uh, got he got no, sideswiped no. or yeah, someone just uh, hit and then they sped off and oh, ran away and disappeared into the fast lane so, of the yeah. interstate. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so the, yeah, so the fast pass coins got us. Shit, I was like the third person into the room and. We got right up front. So we'll have some nice video here to show you when we get around talking mm-hmm. about the cosplay stuff. So some other really cool panels that, I mean, there were so many, I think, equally good experiences. Uh, there was an art live event with uh, Kevin Mellon, who was one of the storyboard artists for Archer, and uh, Mike Ooh, Worley, who was the storyboard artist for The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And they nice. did a combined artwork piece. First, uh, The Simpsons guy did Marge throwing a punch. 
Hmm. This is all within, like, they do this within 45 minutes. Like, they sketched it and inked it. And uh, he did his piece in, like, 15 minutes. And then the archer guy came in and drew, uh, drew Pam getting hit by Marge. Like, huh. was receiving Marge's punch. Hmm. Um, and they're as they're drawing, taking turns, like, they're answering questions about the TV shows. And what was cool is when they were done, that art piece was going to be auctioned for a uh, a charity that helps struggling artists who maybe can't afford legal fees or medical fees, things like that, uh, that was supposed to happen then the following week. Uh, David Mack, who is a daredevil artist, he's done a lot of different things. He did the end credits for um, Captain America Winter Soldier. He also does has done a lot of work for Neil Gaiman. Um, he had a panel. And it was really interesting listening to his experiences. He had some great stories. He also is a official cultural ambassador for the United States and wow. goes into other countries uh, where there's extremists and tries to influence po like a positive outlook on America and, and their future for kids mm. who could be at risk for getting recruited for these organizations. Mm -hmm. wow. um, yeah, it was, it was very fascinating. And Lori Petty, her panel was amazing. Who, if you don't know who that is, that's Tank Girl. She was Kit and A League of Their Own. She's done a lot of, uh, she's in Orange is the New Black. She, uh, I had no idea she was from Tennessee because she hides her accent in different movies very well. Yeah. And she has become the quintessential eccentric southern madam. Like she rolled up in in like these khaki casual pants and a t-shirt with this big scarf and big hat and sunglasses, prescription sunglasses with yeah. a with a <laughs> handbag. And she is just like got this you know, Tennessee twang and talking about her experiences. She was just charming. And I don't think she thought she was going, I don't know if she understood that she was going to get a crowd like that. There were hundreds of people in her panel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And her experiences were very amazing. She, it was plain to see she did it because she loved it. And looking back to see all the impact and all the people who came up dressed as Tank Girl to ask the question, did you, you know, the influence and the thank yous. I think it was really a... Uh, a grounding moment for her to, to see that impact, and it was cool to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, well, let's talk about, Jenna kind of already started, touched on it a little bit, but things they could have done better. Jenna mentioned the fast pass lane could have been managed better. Um, Jenna, or at all. All, mm -hmm. all. all in terms of constructive criticism. Yes, right. Yes. Yeah. So what do you think could, could be improved for next year? What would you recommend if you could bend the ear of the con runners? I would think that perhaps a little more training for the volunteers. I, I don't know that a lot of them received volunteer training. So the people in the orange shirt that were answering yeah. they informational questions. They didn't know a questions. lot of things. In fact, I usually went to, like, the off-duty cops who were yeah. just sitting around, and they knew what I was looking for. It's like and the, the people with the orange shirts either didn't know or they actually sent me someplace that I, I was I not where I wanted from, to go. Yeah. Okay. So maybe a little more, you know, uh, yeah. training. Anything other than that? Um, or is that the big, big no, one? No, I, th I think that was the big one. It was, okay. it was, I, I was fairly impressed for such a large con to, to yeah. run in That smoothly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was really well managed, but there, I mean, there's just a couple little details. Like, for whatever reason, this year, they didn't put screens in the ballroom. 
Like they were just playing the camera of what was going on stage on the yeah, walls. Yeah, they and did that at for the Rocky Horror Picture Show too. I thought that was weird. It was all the panels, and normally they have enormous screens, so you're not trying to watch the movie over columns or like wall detailing panels. It, it's yeah. just the screen. It was really weird, and the cosplay contest. Uh, I guess it's not a big deal. It was cool in the previous year to see uh, the, the judges on the stage watching people as they come through. But instead they had the judges on the floor so you couldn't really see them. Hmm. Um, and they got the guys' papers out of order. Yeah. And I actually heard that from people who were in the cosplay contest too that they didn't know what order, like they thought they were in one order and they were being called out in different orders so they weren't ready yeah. and it threw them. Mm -hmm. Like they had, would have whole things Right, like one person had a whole thing set up that he was going to do for his character. Yeah. And he was called before he was ready. They had to come rush and find him and throw him up on stage. And it just, it really. It would throw you off. Yeah, it did. That. So that seemed. Yeah. And center the camera, please. So that, you know, because like the first like three acts didn't get on the camera. So the people in the back, like me, who are real boys, <laughs> couldn't see. <laughs> uh, we couldn't see the the people because uh -huh. they were you know too far away. But it's like I don't think anyone like actually did any pre show like a little X saying this is where you have to stand to be on camera. Right. So right. Yeah, yeah I noticed in filming it that a lot of the stuff that the the um, cosplayers were doing was kind of right as they got up on stage rather than waiting until they're in front of the Comic-Con backdrop, which was where I kind of was yeah, expecting them to mm. be. A little direction, I think, would have helped yeah. them. But, I mean, these in the grand scheme of things, for such a large con, it's minor. Yeah. Little, little tiny details. Not, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. you know, if, but if we have to give constructive yes. criticism, yeah, then yes. that's what I'm saying. Seth, you got anything you want to add? Uh, the... I. I think they need to do a little work on their weapons and props policies. Okay. Because they were very, like, the day after I got my lightsaber and I came in with it, they were very, very, very insistent that I come in and get it looked at and get it marked. Uh, like, get the little paper thing wrapped around it. So that it and was uh, safe for the con. So that it was safe for the con. Yeah. But then there were... Like, there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people every day probably buying... Buying lightsabers buying and walking, lightsabers, around, with walking around with them. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, there's just a place or one of the guys at the con was selling baseball bats wrapped in actual real barbed wire. Right. Mm -hmm. So they, Those weren't tied down to... The, anyone could have just run up, picked one of those up, and started... Just or just bought one for $150 yeah. and well, then think, started. I think if they bought it, they'd have to be escorted out with it, wouldn't they? No. no. Did you ever see it? I never saw anybody getting escorted out with anything. No. That, that would mean keeping someone there to monitor when stuff is being bought. And yeah. I mean, there were some there were some people who were selling well, no, real the, swords. The weapons people who sell these things, generally what they sell it, they call a con volunteer who then walks them out to their car. I didn't see anyone. No. I didn't see anybody and brave purchase. enough to volunteer to walk anybody out with a baseball bat. Right <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I understand the, the need for <laughs> peace bonding. Right. But I guess I'm not really clear on why they need to, like somebody was coming through and they had a uh, this really neat costume, but it had a bunch of these little knives with it, but they weren't Knife knives, they were these little plastic prop knives that were right. obviously very plastic and very right. very fake. But each 
every single one of those knives, they had to wrap a little oh. one of those little uh, bracelets around, and it Which made the really, costume look uh, a little bit dumber. No, yeah. that and that's there's no if okay you put a thing on them to show that they've been checked, and then they're all zip tied. Like they they forced. They weren't me. zip tied though. Are you sure? Because I didn't see them zip tying anything. Uh, because like they for forced me to zip tie my Lara Croft pistols. So okay, I, so you couldn't pull them out. No, so which was really unfortunate because like people want to pose with the guns with mm -hmm. it. Um, I mean, it was very cool I mean, that I I got my floor award for well, show, her. Show it to the camera. Which was exciting because I had no clue like that was going to happen. In fact, I guess I was even in their little Instagram clip on some of their floor award winners. Uh, but I have to stand there in my picture and stuff just holding, like, trying to look cool versus in, like, some of the earlier yeah. action shots I was able to do at other cons. Like, I'm holding the guns and doing her poses. It just, it kind of takes like, away They, they from should have, you. like, I think they need to, like, figure out some policies a bit more that allow that. Like, maybe have a designated uh, props-free area where they will remove the zip ties and you For can get pictures. your pictures taken yeah. well, and then reapply them <clears throat> when you go out into the main hall. It seems to me that the whole that whole process needs to be reexamined because okay, so I have a lightsaber. Mm -hmm. They wrap a little tag around it that say said they looked at it, it's not a dangerous weapon. And then I take it and I just start whacking the shit out of people with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not or, you you you, you Wrap something around it to say it's safe, but it's not safe. But, but it's more than that. It's like if, like, your gun, if they, if they put a, a marker on your gun and then you go out to your car where you have a real one that looks exactly like the prop, you wrap the, the identifier around that. Let's not give people ideas on how well, to go they, to commit a. <laughs> I am sure that at every con, this is a very big security issue. And I know. It's like, it's like everyone's, in fact, a lot of con people are either aggressive or stupid. Uh, Not they, a lot. No, some. I didn't say all. I said you said a lot. I and enough. I, and I don't think. Uh, and I, I, a lot is. But look, there are enough that walk in with live weapons that it would. It should disturb everybody. It's like they don't mean to. They're not going in to shoot it up, or are they? But it's like they don't know what they're carrying. Sometimes it's like because it looks cool. You know, they're not thinking this is an actual functional weapon. And there is, understandably, like, you read the policy, you, you understood why they were trying to do that, especially in the context of the mass shootings that have come up sure. in, the, in the last couple of years. Because, to be honest, I did kind of have a moment reading the policy, and I'm thinking, actually, I had a couple moments. Like, okay, we're going to this huge con. You want to say this is never going to happen, but no one right. would have thought a mass shooter would shoot, shoot up a, a country western music festival in Las Vegas. Sure. I mean, it, it could always happen. So what's the game plan if there's an op uh, uh, a shooter but I, in, the, in, in the middle of the con? I agree with Bill, though. The policy they have now will stop any EVA film massacre from happening. Nice. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, it, it I mean, won't stop any. In my mind, I think you go through, everybody should go through an inspection mm -hmm. when you go in. And if you've got a lightsaber, or you've got foam guns, Anything that's an obvious prop that's not considered right. immediately life-threatening to people. Um, obviously, a barbed wire base bat wouldn't qualify, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, stuff like, like that. That's a no-no. You it's send like... people back to their car and say, I'm sorry, that's not going to be allowed in. Everybody else, 
you know, once you go through the inspection, you're allowed into the con floor. You leave for any reason. You come back. You go through the inspection process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like stuff like you have to train your people a bit more to know, like, oh, you've got the battle blade on your lightsaber. That's yeah. not cool. You either take it out or you and come in with just the hilt, or you get the light one. Right. But you know, this has got to be really difficult to differentiate. Oh, it is. oh yeah. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Because I mean, I've gone through the airport with a bottle half full of Coca-Cola and it was like the end of the world happened. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the you TSA. Know. Well, and but... I, I, per I think that the con staff is much better trained than most TSA agents. <laughs> but I would, I would I even say... That's right. I said it. Maybe don't... <laughs> maybe Seth don't. is never flying again. Yeah. <laughs> maybe don't use con staff for that. Maybe hire off-duty police officers that know what to look for Ooh. as far as dangerous weapons. I think mm -hmm. the guy who, who was through rapping that. was an off-duty The one who wrapped mine Could uh, be. had a police vest on. Okay. Yeah. But the, I think there needs to be a bit of nuance and also... Yeah. Applying that, uh, applying whatever policy you have to stuff that's actually bought on the floor. Sure. Because, I mean, it doesn't mean much if you wrap my lightsaber in a little thing, but yeah. there's a hundred more people with brand new ones who haven't Walking had them. Or, or yeah. like who have uh, fake cosplay prop guns and they're not wrapped. Yeah. Well, I mean, because so, the whole mentality is if there is suddenly a mass shooter, people who would come in to address the situation, they don't want them to confuse cosplayers with whoever the shooter might be. Yeah, sure. Okay, point. So maybe that's where you train the vendors, so all things fair. Um, as they sell the gun, as they sell the sword, everyone gets wrapped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it, well, and that happened, uh, I think, uh, to me at Ocon last year. Mm -hmm. um, I, I bought a, a, a sword knife or something for my nephew, and uh, they had they wrapped it all up, sealed it all up in a box, taped the box, and then they called for security yeah, to escort us out to the car. That's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Right? And that's yeah. a standard con policy, yeah. usually. Uh, right. But for maybe a small con where that's for... Yeah, like, I guess you, when something you're talking the size of Planet, hundreds that would be of, hard. Maybe even a couple of thousand of purchases. Yeah, but that yeah. shouldn't matter. Uh, uh, I mean, it, you want to you well, want to try and get those amount of volunteers. You, you know, but try? they have that amount of volunteers. No. No, but they were standing around doing nothing most of the time. I think there's there's uh, uh, maybe a way to handle that that Oops, might sorry. make it more doable. Is that vendors that are coming in, you know, they have to disclose what they're going to be selling, and if it's something that is considered a yes. weapon. Then those vendors are required to oh. call for an escort out when those devices are sold. Or, or should so the, should the vendors be responsible for the safety of the weapons they sell? I think vendors should have to disclose when they're selling weapons. Anything that's classified as a weapon, and the con can have a list of those mm -hmm. devices well, on there. These are apparently weapons. Well, so. at this con, yeah, they were considered weapons. Now I will say, I walked in. Ocon, so, I yeah. walked in with my lightsaber, and they never wrapped it. Nobody ever said anything to me. I bought one there. Of course, I didn't have to wrap it. And so I don't think it was uniformly applied. Now, granted, I'm an old guy. Maybe they figured well, this guy's very now, unthreatening. Now, when I did it, it's like, so you bought it, but then you came back in the next day? Yeah. And they didn't ask you? No. See, they, they made me, they, they asked to look at the, the wrap on mine when mm. I came in on the Saturday. Yeah. So... And that's huh. what I'm saying. If you can't even have consistency in the weapons checks, yeah. you're, there's no way to get enough manpower to walk people to their cars. And they, I, I think that would be on the vendor 
you'd have to make that a policy that the vendor would have somebody in their stand to escort to help. Out. And or I don't think a lot of those people, you know, they're by themselves. There's only two of them. Sure. And they can't do that because they're probably having a hard enough time taking a bathroom break. And watching the merchandise to make sure no one pockets anything. Or, you know, right. maybe don't don't sell uh, baseball bats wrapped in barbed wire. I right. mean, they're cool, I, I guarantee but you no one probably... Knew that that was going to happen. That that was going to be there. And if I'm sure volunteers <laughs> saw it and maybe didn't say anything. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I mean, these props, toys, right. yeah. Right. Uh, fake swords, eh, actual, like baseball bats wrapped in barbed wire sure they looked cool and he did a really good job yeah, of like putting job. the fake the blood on the, the yeah, yeah the different they stages. looked awesome and he but I maybe talk- sell those outside the cons he had there were different different styles i even talked to the guy about the bats and because they looked different and he said well this one um is a freshly used bat so the blood is glossy and red, a little more and, wet yeah. and bright red whereas these are older bats they haven't maybe been used in several days mm-hmm. uh, so the blood's dried and turned kind of a brownish color and, and I'm like that's they, they were neat but I think but, that's the yeah. sort of thing that maybe you you could display as a vendor like right. have those behind a glass case and say or yeah, yeah, you can buy them here, and then they will be shipped out to well, you. Did, but they were not. They were like no. right there. You could. They I were, picked one up, yes. and I was playing, feeling yeah. the the sharp sure. spikes on the barbed wire. Well, did you I ask mean, him about this? Putting, is real barbed wire. Putting realistic blood stains on your lightsaber handles. <laughs> I didn't. I thought about it. See, Bill was tempted to Why buy would you one. Have blood stains on a lightsaber handle, though. I well don't. There's still got to be some blood. No, it's all cauterized. Unless uh, wow. you. Wow. You pommel them to death with the yeah, hilt. Yeah, you, you could pommel <laughs> them. And right, that, right, that, that right. would just be on the well. hilt, though. That's yeah. hard. Yeah. That would right. be on the hilt. See, Bill was tempted to buy one, but we all knew it would take two puns at the next podcast, and John would brain him <laughs> with it. Yes. Well, see, I right. thought it would look pretty cool to have, like, a display case up there, breaking case of Bill pun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, some of the bats he had glass cases for. Well, I think so, all of them came yeah, with glass Yeah, you case. bought a bat, oh. and you got a glass yeah. case with it. Oh, nice. Yeah, well, that would be sweet. Well, so let's talk about the cosplay contest. So there were a lot of cosplayers up there. Amazing. Uh, and um, yeah. we'll, we'll run some footage here while we talk about it. Um, I think what amazed me was the very first guy that was up who was in the novice category. With the 20-foot wingspan? Yes. That was cool. And he had that this wing thing that expanded from his back and went up like 20 feet. And it was just incredible. I'm like, this guy has got to be a master cosplayer. Yeah, yeah. I definitely found myself questioning. Um, yes, it might be your very first contest, but should certain levels of work be allowed in a novice category? Mm-hmm. Like, even though it's your first cosplay contest, if it's obviously not your first cosplay then you maybe shouldn't be, or... So do you think he was in, he was like in a lower category to win, or they put him in that lower category because he'd never competed? As far as I know, it's your level of how many competitions you've done. Ah. Mm -hmm. Um, And please feel free, audience, to correct me in the comments if you win. But from what I understand, it's the amount of contest you've done and the level of work you're theoretically doing. Um, I also know, I believe... If someone else has made it for you or you bought it and you're just getting in there to have a, sh- to just wear it, to walk across the stage somewhere, 
that might qualify for a different category too. I definitely got the feeling that the amount of 3D printing that was done, it, it either needed to be its own category for each level or it needed, I mean, something, because 3D printing for the materials and for the equipment, it definitely puts a cost barrier. Mm -hmm. And uh, someone who has to do everything from hand and from scratch because they can't afford the 3D printer, it seems like they should. it's not fair to compare the two side by side. Yeah, good point. So, yeah. I don't know, it's, it's an interesting discussion to have. I mean, I, obviously that's where we're going. We I, I agree with you completely, though. Yeah, it's it's just. Now, what was your favorite person in cosplay uh, in the contest? Who did you like the most? Cool. For me, it was the one that was Queen Amidala. I thought that she was had an amazing. I kind of like that Dalek. Tell you the truth. Oh, the, the Dalek was very yeah. cool. Kind of a steampunk the, Dalek, yeah. wasn't it? The yeah. steampunk Dalek. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That yeah. was neat. Something about a Dalek in, in in steampunk that just makes it to me more. It worked menacing. really well. Yeah. 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 Um, God, I mean, I would say this was a. People are getting better about embracing I am this character, mm -hmm. and you could see that the way they they would take on the attitude on stage, so that was pretty cool. So there was a lot of people. Who, I mean, with the, our audience will see from the pictures. There was so many level like high quality work, detailed mechanics, lighting. Uh, obviously, there was wiring in a lot of these costumes that mm -hmm. um, it was it was pretty mind blowing. So yeah, the the time and effort put into a lot of those costumes is just mind boggling. Mm -hmm. But I will say, as a, uh, uh, all to those people who want to get in a cosplay contest, I don't care how good your cosplay is. It's I think it's important to get into the mind frame. Don't let us see you sweat because there was a lot of people who had great costumes but you could tell they were really like nervous, nervous or awkward I really and they saw were that afraid in the, in the group cosplays there's yeah. like a couple of the group cosplays that seemed very nervous to be on stage and mm -hmm. yeah, you could tell yeah yeah it's like you kind of got to and if it's their first it's understandable so many thousands of people were in that room um so many thousands of people but it uh, I think a lot of times that yeah. may boil down to rehearsal, too, is how much time you have to rehearse. And how much good direction. Like you said, yeah. marking the stage so they well, know where the camera was. Sure. Your first time in front of an audience, if that's your first time. Sure. That's Maybe don't do your first time up. at Planet Comic Con. Do it at yeah. a smaller well, con. I don't know. <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, I would imagine, I would have thought that that would be a natural, that no one would debut yeah. at, at one of the bigger cons. They would yeah. go to, like, a smaller one. Yeah. But. Now, Jenna, so you cosplay as Ray the first day, then would you do no, the, the second or, day? Uh, sorry, the second yeah, day. Yeah, I did Lara Croft on Friday, which is where I got my medal. Yeah. And then uh, I did a fun sexy Mario on Sunday. Okay. And John, what were you uh, all weekend? I was Captain Kirk on Friday, uh, the Jedi on Saturday. Actually, I was Jedi and uh, Colonel Mustang from Full Metal Alchemist on, on Saturday. And then I believe, I don't think I cosplayed on Sunday. Uh, because yeah, it's, I was going to do my steampunk, but yeah, I I we were packing up and getting out, and I just didn't want right. to actually have to 
change clothes yeah. after you checked out of your hotel. Yeah, especially the stuff to do stuff, in a public yeah. restroom. Mm-hmm. The, well, I mean, you, you know steampunk. Yeah, this stuff can be bulky. Sure. Like, oh. Yeah. Remember to put pictures up of the like we've got pictures of us in yeah. the costumes. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely just said screw it and wore the Mario for the car ride home. <laughs> so when we stopped for gas and Mexican food for dinner. Got a few looks uh, in small town Nebraska. You totally should have tried to get pulled over. That would have been <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Especially if you were driving, just like had the mustache on as well. Yeah. <laughs> now, Seth, you didn't cosplay. I didn't cosplay. Right. I mean, I had my I had my kilt on and my uh, hat, my steampunk hat, and. Yeah. Uh, Usually a nerdy shirt of some kind or yeah. whatnot, and I had my lightsaber. Right. My friend Brian and I were counting things this that weekend, and it's like we counted four kilts. You hmm. were one of the four kilts. We also counted thirty-two Harley Quinns. Wow, wow. Uh, that's a, that's a lot of Harley Quinns. That is, and I, I'm sure we missed a few. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right. Sure we did. Right. Any temptations, Seth, to come to the dark side of a little bit of cosplay in the future after being? Not yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> like not at all. I think yeah. you, you might find you like it. But, you know, that's totally a personal decision. It, it, it's, it's either the work or the money. And I don't feel like the work and I don't feel like spending the money. <laughs> I, I, I like just uh, doing whatever nerdy thing I feel like doing that day. Yeah. If that's a kilt and a funny hat, awesome. If it's just the nerdy shirt and the lightsaber, also fine. Right. Maybe... maybe one of my, one of my, I'm not going to call this an issue or a problem. It's like, there was so much stuff. I just actually don't feel I had enough time to look at all the things I wanted to look at in the detail that I wanted to look into it. Right. So well, I didn't buy a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, because I just. Overwhelmed. I, I was, yeah, I was like, yeah. it's. It's it's like those soda machines. Have you ever seen those soda machines in theaters that have like like the coat machines? Oh yeah, you and you can push and the buttons. Have you ever seen a kid? In front of that, it's like they're like they stand there for like ten minutes because Too they, big have, a selection. they have so many selections that all yeah. is going through their mind and they can't right. figure it out. It's like right. that's kind of how I felt at, at the right. con. So uh, one thing that I found out afterward that made me a little sad. So I guess uh, one of my friends was talking to someone on the committee or whatever for the whole con. There had been serious discussion about getting Robert Downey Jr. To go to this, Ooh. but because like, oh, what's the point if we can only get one Avenger? If we want to do what? it, we want what? multiple Avengers. And I'm like, whoever said that and made the decision to not try and get Robert Downey Jr. because of that needs to be taken out back with and one of the with the baseball bat. Then uh, <laughs> beat with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yes. yes. They need so, to be the escort of the baseball bat. I don't know if someone year. was talking out the ass, but if that is true, I am. So disappointed. Yeah. I think just his wiliness and then... He would do some good panels. Oh, yeah. my God. With everything he's done. And then shenanigans. He was a guy... He, that's the type of guy who probably would have totally been drinking with us down in the lobby afterward. Right. No doubt. He would have had a crowd around him. Yeah. So, yeah. So I did... Uh, on Friday, I did uh, my War Doctor from Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Saturday, my Jedi. Linda did the Jedi as well. And... Uh, on Friday, uh, Linda, I can't remember, Friday you were Cinder at the con? Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is from one of the War Doctor, one of the Doctor Who novels featuring the War Doctor. So 
That was good. I think the one of the things that amazed me uh, on the vendor floor was the number of like almost life size props that they oh, had yeah. there. I, I took a number of Tie oh, fighters, yes, X wings. Yeah. They had uh, that one sculpture with the uh, predator from. Yeah. Um, Did you guys see the dragon? Yes. yes, got a picture of the dragon. I'll throw a picture up of Linda standing in front of the dragon, uh, trying to give it a little bit from her uh, bottle of water. Because <laughs> they breathe fire, they're thirsty. It's very dry. You know? Yes, it's very dry. So would it's a dry heat. The, are you going back? Yeah, that's our last, that's our big final question. Well, I thought our final question is what else did you, like, get? I mean... Oh, well, we can go there. Swag. We'll wait on the, on the final question. We'll do the penultimate question. Yeah. I, I like. I don't think we use penultimate enough in our society. So I know, kind of right? I actually got to use There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got, obviously, shiny yeah. lightsaber. Ooh. It's very nice. I like it. Ah. And ah. one of the big things I like at conventions, and conventions of this size especially, is that there are a lot of... Uh, independent uh, comics writers and they will come with a lot of titles that you didn't see so down there I've got one called plume that uh, it has it, it's right underneath the ogre there and that's a it looks really good it's kind of a it's a western with uh, supernatural elements in it and I got a uh, I got a Friday deal where I got all of the lady mechanica which is uh, steampunk Victorian England with supernatural stuff. You'll see huh. a lot of supernatural. And then I got about 80 pounds of Brandon Sanderson books. Yeah. So, mm. But we did find quite a few uh, independent co comics there that just look so great. And I, could all, I love independent comics. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, it was just lightsabers. Uh, just you, you just a few in, of them. You want to go into a, a, a? You want to quantify that to give us a number? Well, we got three at the con. <laughs> oh, now this uh, this gives me oh, an opportunity me a yes. for a slight rant. Oh, uh, uh, I have an Ultra Sabers rant. Uh oh, to go on. The real boy. Uh, has are, a, is has this a, something that will get prices increased for us, or are no, we trying for well, a no. sponsorship? So, yeah. uh, neither. So I'm just going to be painfully Keeping a honest here. Keeping are you angry at how willing they are to take your money? Or yes. <laughs> no. So here's the thing. So we ended up buying three Ultra Saber lightsabers at the con, right? Right. And one of them that I got, which is here on the table, it's called the, I call it the Brood Mirror, but it's actually called the Brood Guard. But it's the like brood a, mare? That's what yeah. I call it. Is it I, because it just I, engenders it, getting more lightsabers? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Mostly because I can never remember the guard word. I always think brood something, brood mare, no, and then it comes to me eventually. But anyway, so I got that, and uh, it's kind of like, for those that are just listening to us, it's, uh, it's a short lightsaber. It's got a 16-inch blade. It's more like a police baton type of thing. And when I got it, and Seth started showing me some moves with it because he's, he's done that kind of stuff before, um, it occurred to me that it would really work better if I had two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, And I mean, isn't that the default assumption with well, lightsabers? Yeah, They'd really much. work better if you had more than one. <laughs> yes. Isn't yes. that right, John? So, uh, I'm a, I, have to, I, I resemble that remark. Yes. <laughs> so the Monday that I was back from the con, I had that day off from work, 
So a lot of time to sit and look at lightsabers online. And so I thought, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get the, the second one. So I ordered it. Now, what I found was by ordering it online versus at the con, I got a 15% discount on the lightsaber, which I didn't get on the one that I bought at the con. Mm. And additionally, for every dollar you spend online, you also get a reward point that can translate into, or that does translate into discounts off of your next purchase. Huh. Which you don't get for anything you buy at the con. See, I thought that they had at least applied their current online sale at the con. No. But to be fair, I mean... To any vendor, they're spending probably a couple hundred dollars, maybe even a day, to even have a table. Sure. So, I mean, obviously they're going to be getting But they're also selling a yeah, ton. Yeah, they are. But, I mean, for every vendor who has to go there, discounts, you're, you're getting the ability uh, to look at it, to touch it before you buy it. And, uh, and that's kind of like the... Well, then here's the marketing thing. Why at the same time that you're at these cons, are you also having a 15% discount offer on your website? I and can see that. I mean, it, it makes, makes me a little sad that I didn't, like, yeah. save 15% on mine then. No, and right. that's fair. I th- Are you sure that's not the week after? Because I thought you said the sale didn't start till the week after. No, no it started March fifth. Or March, like March 1st to April 13th or something. Plus, you also get free stuff if you spend yes. X amount of dollars mm-hmm. right now. Right. So I hit the free huh. stuff trifecta. Uh, later in the week when yeah, I ordered a, little a bit, couple more, you? yes, more stuff. So yeah, so you get like a free blade plug, and then you get a free fidget spinner, and then you get a free grab bag, and then you get a free mystery box, and then I think Ooh, what's the, in the mystery box? I don't know yet. I haven't gotten Another it yet. Saber. It's coming, yeah. and then I think the top level is like. Uh, free hand job or something. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but anyway. Well, given the amount of lightsabers you've yeah, bought. Yeah, I'll I mean, be happy for a while. Yeah, so anyway, so th- th- that's my rant is, you know, next time I go, well, but I will use the Ultra Sabers booth to look at all of the stuff and, and figure idea. out from there what I want. But then I will go to the website so I can get the discount See, and I can yeah. get the bonus when, points. When I, I was there, I, I the asked them yeah. which would be cheaper, and they said that it would still be cheaper at the booth. So I don't, but I don't think that they were taking that fifteen percent no. sale into account. So right. you don't even have the first world problems that normal boys do. You know, <laughs> you don't. It's like it's like I I have to buy another lightsaber now. What? No, no, right. no. Well, they're feeding my addiction. Yeah, I, I mean, it took me like six years to get eight lightsabers. It took you f- 25 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, amazing. again, I blame you because you've you made, everything. You've you know made okay. the okay. possession of dozens of lightsabers seem normal. That's fine because you're a homonocular you don't have a soul. Sean makes <laughs> so anything okay. seem normal? Well, he makes well, the abnormal seem normal. Okay. I'll, I'll quantify you, that. You know, well, Pancho, you can continue to ride with me, and we'll, we'll, we'll see some stuff. And, <laughs> and, and taint ho. All know, right. So we need to... Oh, God. So we need to get to our ultimate question. 
And then we want to probably allow just a couple minutes to talk about the Star Wars 9 trailer that dropped. Uh, how, how are we doing, audience, on time? I, I we're think doing we're okay. already we've at got it. About, I think we've got about seven or eight minutes. Plenty of time. 46. Yeah. That'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So. Um, Ultimate question again. What is yeah, it? Yeah, I think I will go next. Will you go again? And I, I will go again because uh, it's very close to us to go here. I mean, it's a, what, three-hour drive uh, with flooding. Yeah. With flooded roads and detours. So, yeah, and uh, it was a huge con. There was lots of interesting panels to see and do, lots of vendors to see and do. And, I mean, it's it's one of the few cons where I think you can go spend all three days there and still not be bored because of all there is to see and do. So, mm-hmm. Jenna? Uh, I'm not sure yet, only because of the fact of I may want to make my big con next year, the Dallas con okay um so then i can also combine it with a trip to see family uh-huh. um and to take them to their first con i think that'd be pretty amazing now when does that when does that may oh, okay. and the, so about the, this lineup if off. you want to talk about a con lineup holy sh- yeah it's it looks really awesome and it's always yes. awesome okay. um but i would i would say if i do go back next year i am not going to get the fast pass they okay. just, unless they change how they manage that, it's not worth it. Right. Okay. Um, Charles, did we sell you on going next year? I don't know yet. You're going to think about know. it. The panels sound like they're fun. They yeah, are. They were. They're good panels. They're, yeah. All right. And that's usually what I enjoy. But the, the other, the anime con I went to, that's where I enjoyed the panels. Oh, yeah. Okay. You would like sure. Conquest then. Yeah. That would be that would be a great convention for you. Charles is going to... Um, Constellation with us. The end oh, of nice. He'll yeah, like that. And yeah. they've got going. good, Katie's they've got good going. panels. Audie's going. You came out of those anime panels looking like you needed an adult. I did. Yeah, there was some. Like you needed an escort there out. Were some <laughs> lessons. There were some things I didn't know some, about life. Some dark knowledge he acquired. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Some tentacles. <laughs> I didn't know that. Some things <laughs> you cannot unknow. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, John? Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to go back. Okay. I do. It's right. like. Hopefully no one hits me again, and it's like hit your car. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I, I guess I know the quirks and idiosyncrasies of the hotel. Yeah, but right. They'll probably I, change it. I, I was a little. I don't. The hotel is a very pleasant hotel. Yeah. They didn't seem to run their game appropriately in terms of. I know they had a the lot of lounge. Was woefully lacking in uh, sufficient number of staff to yeah. handle yes, the crowd. Yes, they could have used way more staff. Yes, that was the only thing. Yeah, about the hotel because normally it is they understand what they're getting into and it's pretty well managed. But with this is the, the Marriott staff, downtown. You've yeah, got a, you've the, got a lot of nerds who are like, feed us now. Yeah, but I also wonder if or that's bring my beverage. The battle of the NCAA being there too. Uh-huh. How much of yeah. their staff is laid off or took vacation days or whatever. Which is very more. poor planning, if that's the case. But they're also no. not the Con Hotel. It was the Con Hotel. Well, not for the NCAA. Oh, oh. Right. But it was the official hotel of the Con. Yeah. 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 Well, Seth, how about you? I, I had a great time. I, I would go back. And you've been uh, there before, right? We've been there before. You're just going to make it, sure you practice your magic before going next time, right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't know if I really want to get it back into magic because then I can't afford to go to a con. <laughs> uh, but I think we should like we should see if they'd let us do a, li- a live show because they, uh, th- there were a couple other podcasts who went there who yeah. did live shows. I think shows. that would be fun. Uh, I, I ran... 
I play one of the people I ended up playing Magic with was from the uh, First Issue Club comic books podcast, and mm-hmm. they just review comic first the whatever comics come out that week. Huh. That's cool. It was and uh, yeah, talking to him was really cool, and they 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 said that. Yeah, we just asked them if we could do a live show, and they're like, yeah, here's a room. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, we'll look yeah. into I that. I mean, that could be something fun we could do next yeah, year. Yeah, definitely. All right. Okay, well, uh, let's uh, let's move on real quick here. So um, Star Wars Episode Nine trailer debuted. Uh, Jenna, first thoughts? I had goosebumps. Yeah. Definitely had goosebumps, yeah. especially with the uh, chuckle at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's going to be pretty epic. Uh, I I hope people will just l- give it a chance to be whatever it is. Yeah. Because I think there are people who are so who get so hardcore into it needs to end this way. And right. you know, I'm okay with whatever ending they decide is the best as long as I feel like complete at the end. You yeah. know, like I f- like the As long as it was a good story, it was engaging. And it ends in a place that feels appropriate sure. and not forced. Right. That that's all yeah. that I hope for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Charles, what did you think? Did you see it? I saw a little bit of the trailer. Yeah, you looking forward to seeing it? You know, I I actually I went and saw Solo. Yeah, that was that's probably the last one that I, I I think I've seen all of them, but that was yeah. And I was not expecting that to be good at all. But you liked but, it. But but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. I did see a little bit of a trailer. It's like it's well like, because I, I came. He just over saw it here. Middle. I came over. In the he walked middle. in in the middle of our reviews. So yeah, uh, you saw the ending of it. So anyway, so you like Solo. So you're I, looking forward to but, episode nine. Yeah, I, I I'm all, be honest. I'm probably always going to be ready for Star Wars to be ruined for me after the second first three. Mm-hmm. Then I mean, like, that's just how it is. Then you'll always be a happy man. Well, and then the hopefully, but I, I've, I've, I've the last couple, yeah, yeah. I think as and long as they don't have Jar Jar Binks oh, anywhere in it, I'll be happy. Well, even getting rid of, I, I, see, I so so means Bill. <laughs> I liked the theory that I was out bought there that of Jar Jar Binks <laughs> actually being the main bad guy. No. <laughs> but and I, uh, so yeah. to take that away. Um, I didn't like the character, but it right. would have been okay if he had been dark. Right. Mm. <laughs> but, um, yeah. and actually, I think I liked, the, what was it, Rogue? The one, there's no, Rogue, Rogue One. one. Yeah. See, that, yeah. I love that. I love that, too. Oh, that yeah. Was and, awesome. But I went in with the same thing. I just, I've, I've been, I feel like I was burned. Like Darth Vader. So you're a little, <laughs> little cautious. Charles was <laughs> cautious. Charles had his legs I, cut off and was <laughs> dropped into the lava by the prequel trilogy. <laughs> and Basically, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I have trouble getting excited. Right. And then hopefully, but hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. I hope the, the hype lives up to the reality. But mm-hmm. John, thoughts? Well, I, I'm, I'm excited. I, I kind of actually missed it up a bit when I saw Ray crying while she was hugging Princess Leia. Leia. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, it looks like it's going to be good. I yeah. see, I mean... I feel it's almost a little lazy to bring the emperor back, but you know, it, in terms of this, I'm going to keep my mind open because I'm aware that this is actually going to be the last of the of the of the Skywalkers. Yeah. From this point on, after this movie, it's whatever Disney wants. Disney's yeah. trying to end this because you know, and they're probably tired of the whiny fanboys uh, oh. crying about the movies, and it's like 
at from this point on, it's going to be whatever Disney wants it to be. Sure. And we'll see how that goes. But it's like, I just hope they do justice to the Skywalker saga. Yeah. That, right. that's Which my would hope. be okay, Seth. Well, I mean, they all oh, go dark. The, the, the trailer <laughs> is the rise of Skywalker. So, is it really the? I don't think whatever happens, I don't think it'll be the end of like Skywalker's involved. But I think it's it's probably going to be the end of this like saga. This saga, yeah, yeah. Because and if Rey is a Skywalker, I mean, she's in the prime of her life. She could have kids. Or well, I mean, the, it, I don't even know where they're going to go with it at. But this is going to be the end of Star Wars movies for a little while. Like mm -hmm. we're going to see, we're not going to get a Star Wars movie a year for the for. We're not going to get another Star Wars movie uh, for a while unless this last movie, The Rise of Skywalker, explains how the Skywalkers came to be. Yeah, that and could always be. And that's the final solution. I mean, that, not that final solution, nice. but that's... Let's <laughs> stay away from final solutions, yeah, Jenna. Yeah. But that's, that's <laughs> that is an empire thing, I guess. <laughs> that's the, uh, the, the way they cap it off is to go back to the very beginning, the very, very beginning of how did Anakin even come into existence. And this rise, it is the rise of Skywalker in its Space magic end. bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah. or in some theories, it was because... You know, there was a Sith manipulating the Force. Yeah, very possible. Well, either either way, I I am <coughs> looking forward to it. I'm on board the hype train. Yeah, uh, ready for it to hit town. Give me more space wizards. Give me more space battles. Uh, let, let, let's maybe. I'm looking for more lightsaber. Uh, yeah, let's hilt designs. Uh huh. Then you know maybe you should hold back. Yeah. Until this next movie, because I think I, there's going to be a lot of new designs. That right. Are come out and of I've this, got so. a fifteen percent discount. I was <laughs> non-expiring, <laughs> so I can afford I, to wait. I do have to say, I would like them to cut back a little bit on the father-son conflict. Mm. I, I think no the repeat. More, there's no more fathers. They well, <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> have. <laughs> of it Star Wars so is pretty rough on fathers, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like they're kind of yeah. dead that way. Yeah. But, uh, Unless you yeah. want to call Palpatine a father, which in some ways, he, since he might have uh, altered the midichlorians and made Anakin arrive and say, if that's it's, a father. I, mean, I, I don't know that anyone has even said midichlorians in this uh, nope. new trilogy. But they have never retconned it, so they're still there. Well, I'm, well you, I mean, you wouldn't go, if you were trying to like retcon it away, you wouldn't say, oh, and there are no things called midichlorians. You'd just be like... <laughs> Never mention again. Yeah, just yeah. never bring it up again. Right. Except it would, in theory, if it's still in this universe, be in all the books that Ray will be reading. Maybe. I mean, yeah. if it's a foundational thing that uh, is it, it was Kijon. Well, maybe there's Liam just Neeson's character yeah. that brought it up. Qui Gon. Qui -Gon. Qui -Gon, yeah. Sorry. Well, um, but that's if it was obviously a part of his teaching that they had devices to measure this, then it's going to be in the books. But uh, speaking of, I don't know. Maybe he, maybe Qui Gon was like a midichlorian truther or something. <laughs> ha. <laughs> ha. The rest of the Jedi are just like, oh god, he's talking about the midichlorians again. <laughs> what were we gonna say? Uh, just as a final note on trailers, because everyone's getting hyped about the Avengers and everything, and yeah. it's because that's what's coming next. If I have to hear anyone else complain or say, "What are we gonna do about a bathroom break?" I'm I'm gonna flip a table. 
Because those of us who were there for the Lord of the Rings. I know. I mean, this was not even a question. I am going to, I mean, if you're sitting there worried about your bathroom break and you're talking about it on night television, what's a good scene for me to leave the theater, like asking your movie star, where, where, where should I go to go take my bathroom break? No, see, you, you are won't. not a true fan. You hold it in. You, you just go like into the show adult. with a bladder bag <laughs> attached to your whatever. I, and then I, I might go a step further. I, I've always had, my personal complaint is movies in general are too short. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. You barely, uh, and that's why there's no depth, and that's why right. people are... I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I like the longer but, movies. I, I'd rather them put. I'd End rather sit through for you. the time. <laughs> now that being said, I have walked out of some longer movies that I won't mention. <laughs> but uh, they just weren't good, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, it was right. nothing to do with. But um, yeah, I think. I don't think that's a valid. You can. Yeah, you can miss yeah. your five, your two minutes. Or yeah, this is this just. Becomes such a big deal. No one mentions the. It seems like for every mentioning of the Avengers movie, every other comment is about the bathroom break. Yes, or just buy. Just don't buy a John sized drink when you walk into the theater. But the the deal is, is it's not like it's going to be the only time you see this movie. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to be go at least twice, if not more, and then. Mm-hmm. You know, I will I, maybe I'll pee at a different time the second time I go <laughs> right. to catch yeah. that scene that I missed. <clears throat> okay, well, I'm, let's I'm sorry. We were tra- we were Jen and I were raised on the Lord of the Rings yeah. movie. We got this down. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's move on real quick because we're uh, getting over on time here. So a little that. bit today. Glad you have that Middle Earth bladder. So good. Today is handy. the premiere of season um, eight. Of uh, Game of Thrones, and I think we have just enough time to go around the table. I want a prediction from everybody when season eight wraps up. Who, if anyone, will be sitting on the Iron Throne? And I'll I'll start. I'm going to say no one. The Iron Throne will be a pile of slag melted by dragons. Uh, I'm not going to have a prediction. I'm going to have a threat. Okay. <laughs> um, not you. None of, none of no. you all. Keep, keep your, your, your discussions about the TV show to your thread as requested because I'm going to wait and binge it all at once. I can't do the week-by-week week thing. Not well, interested. You don't like to have conversations nope. with people and nope. theorize where it's going, no. what's coming next? I, I can't. That doesn't appeal to you at well, at, P- at eight Pinocchio, years old, Pinocchio at Bill won't roll with that. Yeah. At eight years old, I would read 600, 800 page books within two days because I cannot stand waiting. So I am going to so. wait. I have a ways of avoiding online spoilers. So I it's just her ask. room of swords. Yeah, so we'll be careful. We'll <laughs> be careful. So I just ask <laughs> we'll keep it in the thread. I created the private thread. Do you, yes, do you buy you. whole series just so that when you're done with one, you don't have to wait to get the, the next yes, one? Yes, generally I'll yeah. wait for a series to complete and then I'll start to read them. All right. So no predictions about who's going to remain. Not not until we can get there. <coughs> well, no, you can make predictions. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Good. Yeah. That's just, what I'm asking. Um, and that can be for you guys going forward. I, yeah. I actually have no clue because I think George R. R. Martin is probably one of the most realistic authors and that life happens. People make terrible choi- life choices and they pay for them. Okay. All right. Charles? Yeah, I don't know. Who do you I, think? I don't, well, Tyrion, Daenerys, Jon Snow, Cersei, oh. the Night King. Oh, yeah. Dragons. Dragons will be sitting on the throne. The blue, yes. Mm-hmm. That, 
the the whatever they are, the ice people. Yeah, in, the White Walkers. The White Walkers. <clears throat> I don't know with it because almost anything seems like a disappointment. <laughs> 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 so, so all right, all right, we'll move on, John. I think Brand's going to be sitting on the Brand. Yes. That's a good one. The, uh, That's a good thought. The Warger. I think. Yeah. I, don't be surprised yeah. if you see him. See, that there. was one one of my questions too. Do it, would, is it possible for someone to warg into an ice dragon? What are you looking at me for? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you just look like you have that fount of knowledge it, related to arcane. It wasn't what? supposed to be, be possible to warg into a human. Uh, right. Weak-willed wi- and, and stupid people, yes. It was always supposed to be possible See, from the books. Even... I don't know. Series, yeah. yeah, in the series on the TV, they said they were so so shocked that he was able to work into Hogwarts. at his age and so young. Oh. Yes, like it's not really having the the experience of the training. Okay. Uh, yeah, it shouldn't have been possible. Okay. But so he's got exceptional. Powers. Yes, he is absolutely exceptional. Just All the right. best at warging. Um, but it's kind of like a Jedi thing. The weaker. The person and and the thing, the easier it be. Like I, I found myself wondering if Cersei is drunk off her ass again, could you warg into an intoxicated person if you're as powerful as Bran is? Mm. I don't know. I guess, but would it do you any okay, good at that Eddie. point? That would be okay. Would you be able to control <laughs> a inebriated? I would only want to control her long person. enough to th- walk her ass out a window. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, something. Bran has experience at? Too soon. That's not right. All right, Seth. Uh, so, Bran is your prediction. All right. I don't have a prediction because this is a this is one of the areas where you guys watch this. I don't. Yeah. More. Maybe once the series is all done. Have you I read will... all the books so far? I read the first book. Okay. It's all not. Right. It's not really my area. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Right. So, so I'll, I'll we'll Seth say Tyrion. Seth doesn't want to admit that he doesn't find any of the characters relatable, which is why he never read past the first book. Eh, not really. I mean, no, n- not your reason. It's just I'm not big on that kind of dark, grim, dark fantasy. So, hmm. all right. I I don't want. I don't think, like it just the magical stuff to be the reason somebody wins. Hmm. I'd rather have it be the wit. Brute force and wit. wit. Yeah, even brute force is annoying, but yes. So like Tyrion, because he's kind of like Yes, yeah. Well, that's why we like him. That's why we like him, because he's he's at a disadvantage in every He drinks and he knows things. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's funny. (laughs) He's funny. Yeah, so, yeah, that would be, that would, I don't think that's, uh, that'd be a predictable. But I don't want it to be just because somebody had some mind control over, over something, and yeah, yeah somebody, or yeah. suddenly, right. It's a similar problem I have with Star Wars sometimes. Mm-hmm. Is I, uh, I don't, I don't care much for the elitist powers that don't make sense. Gotcha. Being the reason that you. Win and are considered the good guy or whatnot. Makes so sense. I'd rather anything but that. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it for this show. Um, we are. Do we know what we're talking about on the next show yet? We haven't really talked about that. 
Yeah. It's going to be an awesome mystery that people should turn yes. in for. Yes. Yeah. But it'll be the day after Constellation. Sure. Are you going to all three days? I will. I'll be here for the episode. Okay. And then go to finish out the con. All right. So we'll we'll chat about uh, day one, or Saturday's uh, day at uh, Conquest at the next episode. All right. And then sure. the week after that, we're going to Bill Hedges and doing the... Yes. Yeah, okay. We're going up to Lyons, Nebraska to meet with Bill Hedges, who's... Cosmic Con. Yes. Amazing stuff. So... Thank you all for tuning in. We will see you at the next show. Until then, um, keep your weapons um, tagged <laughs> safe. <laughs> we'll see you later. Never let me have any fun. Yeah. <sighs> bye, all. Bye. All right, bye. Oh, we forgot, sis. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, subscribe, tell a friend. All right. Uh, and, give and us a good review on iTunes. I want to see a few of those. That would be nice. We're yeah. on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah. yeah. T tell us what you guys liked about the con. Yeah. Or reach out. Send us a or message. Or even a bad review. We won't yeah. necessarily change anything, but at least we'll laugh while I we're mean, doing. We will, Next we will make adjustments uh, to our game if we get bad reviews. We will? Because people complained about your mug, and you just went to a larger they mug. They didn't complain. They, were, it, they, they it, remarked it, about it, how it got bigger every episode. Yes, and you just continued that trend. So, I know, I did. Next week is kind of open right now. Why don't you send us a suggestion about what you want to see next week? Yeah. Message us on Facebook. We're talking more about the Twitter. Ultra Sabers Premiere Award. Yeah, Ultra Sabers. Uh, send 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 us some products to review. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Please. Despite Bill's terrible reviews of you, we really do like you. No, I, I love their stuff. I love their products. I love. I just think that they've got they could do a little deal, little deal for people at the cons. We so anyway, you. we love you, Ultra Sabers. Yes, and we'll see you next time. All right. Bye all. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well. <laughs>